2: We want to welcome all of our radio and global internet listeners to the program. And now, here's our host, Glenn Delakian. Good morning, and
4: welcome to Tandem Radio Live. This is Glenn Delakian, your host. Typically, along with Peter Grandich, who will be on the show later today. He's still convalescing with his, uh, (coughs) excuse me, surgery he had uh, earlier uh, a few weeks ago, actually earlier in the month. And he'll be with us in the last segment of the day, and calling in. And we just got some great stuff planned for you today. We're talking about business marketing revolution today, and uh, just want to make you aware that uh, this is a show that's on every Saturday from 11 a.m. till noon, and it's called the Good News on Business, and it's all about the Christian perspective on business and how to do uh, uh, God's walk every day in your life. Uh, the Christian perspective is a 24 seven relationship with our Lord, and uh, uh, the uh, concept of always fair and love and. War just doesn't fly in uh, in my book and certainly in the Holy Book because we have to take it with us every day. And our concept here at Tandem Radio Live is to help you as a business owner or someone who has interest in business to uh, walk that path every day and to uh, excel in business and to take advantage of opportunities that are out there and to bring you good news on business and information on how to succeed and how to better uh, yourself, your company, and uh, who, the people around you that you may impact on a day-to-day basis. We'll have today uh, our guest, uh, author and marketing strategist, Eric Kales, who uh, wrote an incredible book that had a huge impact on my marketing perspective, Reality Marketing Revolution. He'll be up shortly, uh, but before we go there, again, just to give you a, a quick overview, our show is uh, based on scriptures, and we seek God's guidance every day on how to better ourselves in business, and of course in our personal lives as well. And today's scriptures uh, uh, that will relate to the show as we go through, you'll pick that up as we go along. First one is 1 Kings 10:1, when the Queen of Sheba heard about the fame of Solomon and his relationship to the Lord, she came to test Solomon with hard questions. Proverbs 11, 18, a wicked person earns deceptive wages, but the one who sows righteousness reaps a sure reward. And lastly, 2 Timothy 2, 15, do your best to present yourself to God as one approved, a workman who does not need to be ashamed, and who correctly handles the word of truth. Again, my name is Glenn DeLakin, I'm the show host, and um, along with Peter Greenwich. We're here every Saturday. And just to give you a brief background on myself, Uh, I've been in business uh, all my life. As a matter of fact, my family tells me since I was seven years old, I was involved in business activities. Uh, My dad was a business owner and um, uh, my grandfather and so forth, and uh, I've been immersed in it. And from many different perspectives, uh, owner-operator, working uh, for large firms uh, in a consultant uh, basis, doing mergers, acquisitions, uh, a whole variety of businesses and everything from electronics to uh, biotech and uh, a diversified background. But most importantly, I walk with the Lord. And do my best to walk with him every day and uh, seek his guidance uh, to follow um, to, to support my business efforts. And my goal in this show is to help and encourage those out there that uh, would seek him too and uh, apply him on a daily basis to your business making decisions and of course your personal decisions as well as you go through life. Again, I we have a, a guest today that had a, a big impact on me, and and he's on the phone with us because he's traveling today, and we're going to be introducing him next. And uh, that's our guest, author, speaker, and marketing strategist, Eric. Kalas. And again, he wrote a book, um, uh, Reality Marketing Revolution, Transform Your Business into a Money-Making Machine. And I'll tell you, it happened for me. I happened to meet Eric uh, a while back, and uh, we're going to talk about that in a few. Uh, Immersed myself in his book, um, got a dozen copies, gave it to every one of my employees and said, this is the marketing we're going to follow at this point. And uh, it really has had a a big impact. And I haven't talked to Eric in a while, so I'm glad to have him on the air. And Eric, are you out there listening? Eric, are you there? I am. Okay. Great. Thank
1: you so much for that uh, uh, warm introduction. I really appreciate it. Uh,
4: No problem. Well, Eric's traveling with his family today, and uh, uh, so we're having him in on the phone. And, uh, Eric, we're just excited to have you. So tell our audience a little bit about yourself, Eric. Uh,
1: Sure. Uh, Even though with your nice introduction you called me a marketing author and speaker, I'm really just an entrepreneur just like you. Um, uh, My current company, Square2Marketing, is my fourth business and over my entrepreneurial career I've uh, created and either sold or uh, merged uh, four different businesses and that's where some of the roots of my marketing comes from. Um, Every day I also try to do the right thing and I've noticed uh, from a a do the right thing and have it return to you many times over is obviously the best strategy.
4: That's great. That's great. You know, Eric, um, you you mentioned four different businesses, obviously Square Two Marketing. Why marketing? Why the marketing industry? What intrigued you about that?
1: Well, Despite the fact that many, many years ago, I got my MBA in marketing. um, uh, Marketing was really a necessity for me. In my very first business, uh, the business was called the Stitches Catalog. And in the Stitches Catalog, what we did is sold high-end embroidered corporate apparel. So Mm. nice polo shirts with your company logo embroidered on them, um, jackets, things like that. And it was during the time where people were switching from corporate uh, attire, business suits and ties and such to khaki pants and a nice golf shirt with the company logo. So I Timed it just right. Okay, and what happened was. It was very easy in the beginning of my business because I was riding this trend of a migration from uh, one kind of thought to another kind of thought, where it was okay to be casual at work. And the business started to grow and grow and grow. And my main source of advertising were little ads in in in-flight magazines. So Hmm. you're sitting on the airplane, and in the little pouch in front of you, there's that in-flight magazine. You open it up, and I was the guy who had the ad, 10 shirts embroidered with your logo for $249. (laughs) And it was a smash hit. Wow. The problem was 9-11 came,
4: mm. and you
1: never think that terrorism would affect the T-shirt guy, so to speak, but that was exactly the problem. I had ads in 15 or 16 different in-flight magazines, and of course, after that horrible incident, nobody was flying for a few months, and it just took the uh, wind out of my sails for that business. And the problem that occurred was that I had been doing this advertising, 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 and now it wasn't working because the model was different and people felt differently about how they were going to buy. Couple that with the fact that the Internet started to come around. And all of a sudden, you had a whole new circumstances that I had to manage in order to keep driving my business forward. And that's where I started to look at other ways to market the company, use the internet, use more word of mouth, use referral marketing, event marketing, things like that. And gradually, I invented the set of tactical plans that we use today in what we call reality marketing. The problem was, is that over time, I'm not very detail-oriented, and I'm not very good at putting structure to programs, mm-hmm. so I had to bring in my current partner, Mike. And okay. my partner, Mike, had been a friend of mine since age 12 at summer camp. And I kept coming up to these entrepreneurial ideas, but he was a corporate guy, and it was hard for him to leave his corporate gig. Um, he was the vice president of marketing for companies like Rosenbluth International, Dun & Bradstreet, uh, Xerox, and uh, some software companies as well. So finally, when enough people started asking me for help on how can I show them the kind of marketing that I do in my businesses to help them with their businesses, that's when consulting came around. Mm -hmm. So Mike and I joined up about nine years ago, and since then we've been helping other small business owners kind of introduce a a, a new kind of marketing that they can grab hold onto and make some more money at a, a much higher return on marketing investment.
4: And I take it that's where square two marketing came from.
1: Well, Square2Marketing is interesting is the name of the company, but the name came because my partner, Mike, who's a very serious marketer, had this whole methodology with two different squares, and one square was the client, and one square was the marketplace, and where they touched was the magic. But that was a hard story to describe, so now we just say, eh, you got the square one by yourself, so we'll help you get the
4: square two. There you go. (laughs) That's great. That's great. Well, you know, it's interesting because um, I'm glad you brought in the story about uh, how you had to switch gears and change, because, you know, a lot of times I run into companies who asked me to consult and they're trying to apply things that they did 15 years ago to today's marketing and it's changed so much and and obviously it was an eye-opener for me uh, when I first saw your um, uh, seminar which we're going to talk about a little later but uh, let's go Let's go right into the book if we can uh, we have a few minutes before the break and uh, I want to talk about reality marketing revolution transform your business into a money-making machine and you have four bullet points on the cover that say um, generate more lead tap new markets, close more sales, make more money. Uh, what I love about this book is it definitely helps you do all of the above. Why don't we talk about the book? What, what made you come together to write that book?
1: Well, you know, the, the last thing I ever thought I would be was an author, but my <laughs> partner, Mike, and I are kind of on a mission. And, you know, once again, I'm grateful to be able to be on this show because the principles that you are promoting are obviously the same, that, that we enjoy at Square Two Marketing. That's great. So... Being that our number one goal is to help other people, we had a little bit of a of challenge. Uh, Square2 Marketing is uh, you know, the best small business marketing firm that you can hire, but not everybody could afford, especially if you're a small business person or you're just starting out. So we felt that there was an obligation to spread the word about this new kind of marketing that we do to people that maybe can't afford to hire us or are just starting out and don't have any budget. And we said to ourselves, you know, it's really our obligation to capture all of our thoughts and what we do with our clients into a book so we can help other people who, you know, most folks can afford $20 to help their business, and that's where we wanted to be able to spread the word. So there's a little bit of touchy-feely in there about getting our, our message across, but the other part is we really wanted to show people that there's a better way to do marketing.
4: Now, do you? that's a good point that you made about, uh, you know, your level of clientele and, and who can afford and who can't afford. I know many times uh, companies try to be all things to all people. Uh, this is a great uh, reason to write a book. I, I'm impressed with that. Uh, let me ask you, do you see a, a fair amount of clients who, or potential clients or people that you speak to and you say, look, you know, you're just not, you know, the, the per, you, you just can't afford our services, for lack of a better term, and here's a great book. I mean, do you see people taking advantage of that?
1: Yes. um, You know, at Square2Marketing, we get about two or three people a day that reach out to us that are interested in doing business, Mm. but we probably only take on one or two new clients a week. Okay. all those other people are responding to our marketing obviously we have a good marketing program but they're not qualified to be a good fit with our company and in that point that's exactly what we do we either send them a complimentary copy of the book so that they can you know get the benefit of our learning or we invite them to some free events that we have and about four times a year we have free workshops where we go through a half day you know build your own marketing plan scenario so we can help people that can't afford to hire us
4: directly mm. Well, that's outstanding. You know, I, I know there's things in, in the book that uh, we want to touch on about the marketing machine. I also want to talk about uh, how we first met and uh, the seminar we were at because it was for a great network group. And um, But before we go there, uh, just real quick before we go off to the break, um, tell us about, um, you know, you've written the book. W- what's the biggest impact the book has had on you personally?
1: Well, I think that the book has done a great job, and and since we're talking business and our listeners are business owners, the book has done an um, uh, incredible job of elevating our firm's credibility. How could you not hire the guys that wrote the book? Right. And that is really a very true thing. I think that in this new world where buyers are looking for lots of content to help them understand who the best choices to do business with, by having a book, whether it's a traditional hardback book or an ebook on your website, um, and you can capture your thought process or your thought leadership or methodology that your company uses, is a great way to elevate your credibility. But well, we're going gonna... given the decision to hire another marketing firm or ours, and we send a copy of our you know best selling Amazon book. Obviously, it puts a few feathers in our have as well. well Eric, so I think writing the book, forget about helping people, that's the, the, the number one mission of the book, but the result of it has been an elevation in our credibility.
4: Well, that's great, Eric. We're going to come back right after the break, so stay tuned to Tandem Radio Live. We have Eric Kalas with us today.
2: Jobs in the economy, the most pressing issues for Americans today. What would 50,000 new jobs and $25 million in grants for new businesses do? TurnUSAround.com has the answers. And you can be part of history as our grassroots movement stimulates the economy. Whether you need a job or want to start a new business, the strength of America depends on the well-being of her people. And quality, thriving businesses creating new, high-paying jobs is what we need the most. Join TurnUSAround.com as we help people across the country with goals that include 50,000 new jobs, 2,500 new businesses, and free student scholarships to help young people get the start that they deserve. Join the movement, become a member, and spread the great news. Find jobs, business opportunities, scholarships, and much, much more at our website, TurnUSAround.com, where helping yourself can help others.
4: Well, welcome back to Tandem Radio Live. This is your host, Glenn DeLakian, and we'll have Peter Granich up in the uh, later segments of the show, and I'm excited to be with our author, speaker, and uh, uh, marketing guru, as uh, he's been called, um, Eric Kalas, and uh, we're going to get back to Eric in a second. I just wanted to let you know we're here every Saturday, 11 a.m. till noon, uh, the good news on business, talking about uh, how we can apply God's Word to our everyday life, uh, not only personally, but uh, in business specifically for this show. And uh, our scriptures for today, 1 Kings 10.1, when the Queen of Sheba heard about the fame of Solomon and his relationship to the Lord, she came to test Solomon with hard questions. I, I thought that was interesting and tied in well to our marketing discussions today because she heard about the fame of Solomon and uh, his fame was so well known that it spread all throughout the land. And here's someone who came many, many miles distance, a uh, long distance uh, to, to see what it was all about and to find out more. And I think that's one of the things we're talking about today. to get the word out Uh, there's so many different ways to market and uh, our guest today wrote a great book called reality marketing revolution transform your business into a money-making machine Eric you're still there Absolutely great. We were talking before the break about what it's like uh, to what the uh, book had an impact. How the authoring a book had an impact on you personally. I know I had read uh, at one time it said you could have uh, many different initials after your name, MD, CPA, whatever. But the most impactful uh, le- initials you can have after your name is a a u t h o r. And I was just curious, uh, have you seen that in in uh, be- since you become an author? Have you seen that impact on your business? Oh,
2: absolutely
1: goes to credibility uh you know being an author gives you uh you know that 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 extra something that uh you know people would consider to be Um, uh, uh, you know uh, the expertise that you would have comes through because you took the time to jot your thoughts down and uh, you know just to talk about our next book which is uh, uh, coming out this summer uh, it's called Fire Your Sales Team Today and it's going to be just like we looked at marketing in a different way we're looking at the sales approach a different way Um, so yeah even though it's a lot of work and it sometimes feels like a part-time job I think uh, being an author does uh, help you uh, especially establish credibility
4: Hmm, that's great I can't wait till that one comes out you'll have to make sure you get me a copy of that absolutely Um, Talking about uh, our relationship a little bit, I know when we first met, was down in Atlantic City, the EO uh, organization, Entrepreneur Organization, which is a very unique organization. Um, I was a guest there at uh, one of their events, and and you were a speaker, and and you had a seminar that just really opened my eyes. And at the end of the seminar, you were kind enough to uh, autograph a book for me, and and, uh, I dug right into it. It was amazing. Um, But I wanted to talk about that seminar for a second. One of the things you did in the seminar that really impressed me was when you put up the uh, Uh, the web pages of different businesses and you put them up for three seconds or whatever it was and and you told people two things. Number one, you said that's the average amount of time a person looks at a website homepage and that's how much time you have to impress them. But number two, you asked the question, what does that company do? And you went through several companies and then you went uh, and nobody had an answer. They said, what would that company do? I don't know. I couldn't tell. But then you showed the reformed or or the the redo of the uh, homepage that your company did and put them up in the same amount of time and right away, instantaneously people knew what the company did by just taking a glance. So can you touch on that a little bit? Tell tell us a little bit about that. Sure,
1: absolutely. I mean, um, if you think about it, buyer behavior has changed so dramatically over the last 10 years think about some of the things that we have today that we didn't even have ten years ago things like iphones and youtube and twitter uh... yelp craigslist these are all tools that people are using now to um, get information and the power has shifted from the business to the buyer the buyer now can research and they can get reviews on your company and all those things that they need to feel comfortable about uh, you know giving you the purchase now in that same respect the website still remains the keystone to your entire marketing program um, a statistic that came out last year from Google says that 88% of people will check out your website first before they'll do business with you, which kind of makes sense if you think about it. Don't you go to a company's website first before you decide to do yep. business with them? Mm-hmm. Of course. So knowing that that's the behavior, one of the breakdown occurs is that people don't spend enough time really making their website a fabulous experience for the visitor. And in this case, we have certain components that we need to bring out so that people connect with your website right away. It's true that you only get two to three seconds to connect with someone and then maybe 10 to 20 seconds of reading time before they decide that they're going to go inside your homepage. Well, in that case, we need a couple of things to really um, uh, connect with them right off the bat. And the first thing is a strong headline. Um, You know, we have a company that does specialty adhesives at Square Two Marketing. And, you know, they had all these technical things on their website that nobody knew what the heck they were talking about. Mm -hmm. But once we changed it to a picture of a 45-year-old engineer-looking person with a big, strong headline that says, who can help me design a custom adhesive for my next project, all the people that were coming to that website, obviously, were designers and engineers and manufacturers they immediately felt comfortable. Mm. So having a strong headline and an empathetic photo is number one. Number two is... We don't want just people coming to our website to visit. We want people coming to our website and converting into opportunities for us to do business. So we always suggest offering them a lot of content on the website, white papers, tip sheets, free guides, videos, whatever it might be, to help educate them. And sometimes we might ask for their contact information in exchange for giving them access to this important information that they might need to do their jobs better. And that's where we use the website to not only connect with people from a marketing messaging perspective, but also grab their email address so we can start to drip on them with an email campaign over time to make more and more of a case why your company is the obvious choice to do business with. So some of those quick changes to websites are very very powerful and will result in some better metrics as to how your website works for you as a sales and marketing tool.
4: It's amazing when when I saw your outline for the website to it, you know, before you look at that outline, it, it's like you think you have a great website, and then you look at that, and it's so obvious some of the simpler, uh, simple mistakes that we make, and uh, you hit on a number of them right there. Um, how do you find, when people come to a new client, and they have a website in place, and they think they're doing all the right things, how are they impacted by your comments? I mean, I know in my case, when I looked at, at uh, what I was doing compared to what you were doing, I was like, I have to revamp everything. Are people receptive to that?
1: Well, yes and no. Uh, <laughs> Uh, we're called the No Fluff Marketing Agency. And that means that we just tell it the way it is. If you choose to listen to us, that's okay. If it makes you really uncomfortable and you believe in traditional advertising, that's okay too. You just might not be a good fit for us. Right. So we do make a lot of people uncomfortable. However, once they get their first monthly report about the traffic that's coming to their website and how those people are behaving, because on the internet we can track virtually anything. Now they go, holy smokes. That's an incredible change from before and after. And obviously, if the data points to the fact that they're going to be getting more visitors, which is a leading indicator to getting more sales, they're very, very happy at that point.
4: Mm. Of course, uh, the result speaks for itself. Uh, You you, you had a sentence in what you were saying before about... Comfortable about giving you the business. Um, I, I'm paraphrasing, but uh, it, it's interesting because I think it is, uh, especially today, more than ever. It's a matter of people getting comfortable with who they're dealing with. And again, like you said, I, I'm finding that people are looking in all other area, all kinds of areas besides Google. Uh, they're just searching everything they can about an individual. Even to the extent, uh, Facebook, for example. I know many employers uh, are looking at people's Facebooks before they even uh, hire the person or even consider uh, bring him in for an interview. My my assistant Heather, whenever we have a, a new employee that we're thinking about, I have her check the person out on Facebook before I'll even sit with the person. So it's interesting how people need to get comfortable. Talk a little bit more about that, building comfort in your client uh, so that they can uh, build this level of confidence to choose you.
1: Sure, sure. That's actually a great point. And marketing goes a long way to building that trust. Um, If you've ever heard of another marketing uh, uh, expert called John Jans, he wrote the book called Duct Tape Marketing. Mm. Great book, and he has a very valid point in that book where he feels that people have to do three things in order to do business with you. They have to know you, they have to like you, but most importantly, they have to trust you. So how does marketing get people to trust you to do business? Well, it's a very simple equation. If you come to a company's website and they start talking about themselves and their trucks and their buildings and the fact that they've been around for twenty three years okay they look like everybody else but if you come to a company's website and they're giving you a lot of content to help you understand uh... how to make a decision and the things that you should avoid mistake wise and the things that you should do to you know have the building blocks of a great program immediately the fact that the company put out all that content to help you not sell you to help you establishes a certain amount of trust so take something like video marketing. Video marketing is so affordable now, everybody can afford a $150 flip cam for their business, and YouTube is free. So why not have a series of 12 videos on what your business does and how you have helped other people? Well, people these days like to watch TV more than they like to read. Right. So it's very easy to get them to click on a video to see what's going on. And if you can start to connect with that buyer using some of these low-cost marketing tools, immediately that relationship is being built, even before they sit
4: down and talk to a salesperson. Well, that is so important. I mean, uh, it's amazing that, that uh, people don't put the time and effort into uh, their marketing uh, as much as they should, especially their website, because you're right. A lot of times before they'll even see the customer, they're taking a good look at them on the Internet, seeing what's out there available to them as far as information and starting to either build a level of trust or, or not. And if they don't have that level of trust, you can come in and be the best presenter in the world. You're, you're starting from a handicapped position.
1: Uh, I agree. Trust is so important these days because there's so many options and there's so much clutter in the marketplace. People just don't know where to
4: go. That's true. That's true. Well, we're going to maybe after the break, uh, we'll talk a little bit, Eric, about cutting through some of that clutter. Uh, I know there's a number of topics in your book. I certainly want to touch on the marketing machine concept. I think that's so critical. And um, uh, we'll talk a little bit more about uh, your seminars and how those seminars have uh, impacted your business uh, um, after we come back from the break. Does that work for you? Great. Absolutely. Great. We're here with the uh, author and um, um, marketing strategist, Eric k and uh, he's from uh, Square 2 Marketing and uh, wrote a great book called Reality Marketing Revolution Transform Your Business into a Money-Making Machine you can get a link to Eric's website at tandemradio.com a great resource for your business uh, take the time to take a look uh, and I want to welcome our national and international listeners uh, I know I even have some friends in Egypt uh, listening today uh, through the internet because we do broadcast live on the internet and uh, so we tell people Saturday 11am uh, to noon Eastern Standard Time it's great to get uh, your um, your notes on Facebook for those of you who, who contact us from California from Illinois or from um, Florida. I know we've gotten many emails from around, so it's great to have you listening today. Of course, we're on the bridge network of FM radio stations as well, so welcome to all those listeners. We'll be back after the break with more about business marketing and uh, the mar- reality marketing revolution here at tandemradio.com. Welcome today. Have a blessed Saturday.
3: Fellowship of Christian Athletes, FCA, has become a worldwide Christian sports ministry. The vision of FCA is to see the world impacted for Jesus Christ through the influence of athletes and coaches. Currently in the U.S., we have over 8,000 FCA huddle clubs meeting on junior high, high school, and college campuses each week to help these athletes and coaches to grow in their faith. For more information, go to our FCA link at tandemradio.com.
2: You're listening to Tandem Radio, the good news on business. Call our show at 1-800-575-9564 or visit our website at tandemradio.com. Jobs in the economy, the most pressing issues for Americans today. What would 50,000 new jobs and $25 million in grants for new businesses do? TurnUSAround.com has the answers, and you can be part of history as our grassroots movement stimulates the economy. Whether you need a job or want to start a new business, the strength of America depends on the well-being of her people and quality, thriving businesses creating new high-paying jobs is what we need the most. Join TurnUSAround.com as we help people across the country with goals that include 50,000 new jobs, 2,500 new businesses, and free student scholarships to help young people get the start that they deserve. Join the movement. Become a member and spread the great news. Find jobs, business opportunities, scholarships, and much, much more at our website, TurnUSAround.com, where helping yourself can help
5: others.
4: Well, welcome back to Tandem Radio Live. This is your host, Glenn DeLakian, and I hope you listen closely to those sponsors' information because they are just powerful organizations that can help businesses in many different ways. And for more information on our sponsors, please check out tandemradio.com. We have so many resources there for business owners, and uh, we'd love to have you plug in. And if you're interested in sponsoring this show to get the word out about your business, please feel free to drop us an email or give us a call, tandemradio.com. And uh, we're here today speaking with uh, author and marketing strategist Strategist Eric Kales and uh, talking about his book and some of the other things he's done. Our, our um, uh, scriptures for today, Proverbs 11, 18, A wicked person earns deceptive wages, but the one who sows righteousness reaps a sure word. It's so important when you're getting your message out there that uh, you're sowing righteousness and that uh, you're um, putting out uh, truth in advertising, truth in marketing, and uh, putting your best foot forward, and the rewards will come. 2 Timothy 2, 15 today, Do your best to present yourself to God as one of A workman who does not need to be ashamed and who correctly handles the word of truth. That's so important that when you get the word out, that it's the word of truth and that uh, you're impacting people with a positive message and and a message that they can believe in and trust. And Eric, I know you're still there. And uh, we were talking right as we went out from the last segment about the level of trust. um, And uh, I think that's so important in what you're doing to help people build trust in their businesses. So, again, welcome today, Eric. We appreciate your time.
1: It's absolutely my pleasure. I'm grateful to address the crowd.
4: Great. Um, talking about addressing a crowd, again, when we first met, it was at one of your seminars. Uh, let me, let's talk a little bit about how the seminars have imp- impacted your business. I know more and more I see businesses. I know I've been doing it for years, and, and I go out and speak at, at, at many different events, and, and it helps my business in many different ways. Tell us about how it helps your business, Eric.
1: Sure. Well, it certainly trust. If you spend an afternoon or a morning with uh, me or anybody on my staff and we're showing you without selling to you all the different things that you can do to improve your business, there's a certain relationship that's built. And event marketing is a fabulous example of high return on marketing investment activities. And we call that Romi, R-O-M-I. Well, if you look at a Romi return from a print ad campaign, let's say it costs $5,000 to be in the uh, monthly uh, uh, business uh, uh, magazine in your town. Okay, $5,000, let's say you get two clients. Well, wouldn't it be better to have a workshop where you invited in 50 people, and those 50 people turned into the same two accounts, but all it cost you was a little bit of time and maybe some sandwiches and coffee for the crowd. Mm. Those kinds of events are very, very powerful. But that event comes in a certain timeline for marketing. First, they have to get to know you, and that's when they come to your website. Maybe they download some information in exchange for their email address, say a white paper, uh, nine critical mistakes to avoid when building an IT system. Well, once the uh, company start to drip on them with email campaign and push out lots of good content to start building that relationship, well, in those emails, they can also say, Upcoming workshop, next Mm. Tuesday at 3 o'clock, come and join and find the secret to blah, blah, blah. Well, now you're using email marketing to invite them in, and it's easier to fill the room. And that's the last step, because once they get to know you a little bit, at the end of the workshop, usually a couple people will say, I'd love to talk to you about doing business. So there's a system in place that we feature in Reality Marketing Revolution about taking someone from a contact to a suspect to a prospect and then actually a lead.
4: And it works. I've seen it work firsthand, and uh, that that's great. I'm so and glad any that business it, can do right. it. That's right. That's right. And, uh, you know, a lot of times people are fearful, obviously, of speaking in public or whatever, but you can sp- start with small venues, uh, small networking groups. A lot of times if you're in a networking group that has 20 or 25 people and you do a 10- or 15-minute presentation, uh, that can build you up to the larger groups as you move along. Now, Yeah, actually, event sponsorship is a good way to
1: get started. If you uh, have a service for attorneys, let's say, and you want to sponsor the monthly bar association, meeting in your town, um, they sometimes will ask you to provide the, some money for the food because you're the sponsor, right. and they'll give you five or ten minutes to address the crowd. And, of course, don't, ask, don't forget to ask for the contact list of the attendees. But oh, so that yeah, five yeah. to ten minutes to talk about one or two things that your company does differently is usually a good start to start that public speaking exercise.
4: You know, I'm so glad you're with us today, Eric, because uh, I'm taking notes while you're talking. There's so many little tips in there that are reminders, and I know our audience really appreciates that, and I thank you for getting that information out. Now, um, we were talking about, I mentioned before, the marketing machine, and I, I think that kind of ties right into what we're talking about, because it's a whole process. I know one of the things I've learned over the last uh, 5, 10 years especially is that you have to have a lot of prongs out there. You have to have a lot of irons in the fire, as the old saying used to say. And um, you need to really blast it out in, in many different ways and not just focus in one area for marketing. So talk to us about the marketing machine concept.
1: Well, the marketing machine concept uh, comes from uh, a manufacturing company, right? Mm-hmm. Lots of people don't hesitate to buy a machine to make the products that they, they make to sell. So the machine usually has raw materials coming in one side and then finished goods come out the other. The faster you crank up the machine, the more you oil it, the more product you can make and the more money you can make. Well, the same thing applies to marketing. If you build a marketing machine, that's a process or a system to take someone from point A, where they first hear about your company, to point Z, where you get the sale. Mm -hmm. And how you move them from point A to Z is by... Dripping on them or building a case. And how you build a case is it has to be appropriate to the target market. Uh, here I am in Philadelphia today. If uh, you're an accounting firm and you get the Philadelphia Eagles to be in front of your business, well, that's probably going to not have as much impact as if you were a retail business and walk-by traffic was important. So it's important to match up the tactics in your machine to the right kind of target market that you're dealing with. But once you figure that out, It's very easy to then put together a system where things start to work together. And in a machine, everything has to work together in an integrated approach. The biggest mistake that a lot of entrepreneurs make is they view marketing in a linear approach, Mm. which means that they try a little of this, and it doesn't work. So then they try something else, and it doesn't work. And that one after another approach never works well. If you take an integrated approach where lots of things work together, then you start to see the uh, true power of 1 plus 1 equals 3. And let me give you a quick example. I'm looking for a new marketing firm, let's say. I go on the Internet, and I use Google to put in Philadelphia Marketing Agency. Well, that's number one, search. I come to the company's website. That's number two, the website. On the website, I have something where I'm offering a white paper in exchange for someone's email address. That white paper is number three. I take their email address. I put them on the email campaign. The email campaign is number four. I invite them to a free workshop to find out more. That's number five. And then after the workshop, I introduce them to our sales team. Team if they want to talk about doing business together. Well, that's six. There are six marketing tactics that have to work perfectly together to affect that sales opportunity. And that's a good example of having a marketing machine where all the things are working together to generate those kind of opportunities. Now, the beautiful thing about a machine is if you rev it up a little bit more and you put in some more, more raw materials, more finished goods come out the other side. Well, it's the same thing in a marketing machine. If you're really looking to grow your business, The more you ramp up your marketing machine means the more contacts come in one side and the more sales come out the other. Mm.
4: That, that's so critical. And and I just have to tell you, from experience, what I've noticed is you don't have to rev up the machine as much as you would think. When, when you create a marketing machine, I'll give you a perfect example, in, in following some of your sh- instructions and, and pouring my own experience into it, uh, one of our companies this past year uh, doubled their sales, but we didn't have to double our marketing effort. A- in other words, the marketing effort was there. It was pretty consistent. Uh, our sales were coming in good. We turned it up a notch, like maybe 25%, but yet we doubled our sales uh, over the last three months. And um, uh, so the the great news is about this machine is once you create momentum, um, you can can notch it up a little bit and have a huge impact.
1: Yes. and, And activity breeds activity because then if you have more clients, you're getting more referrals. Referrals don't cost a dime. There's more goodwill ambassadors on the street talking about your amazing business. And you're right.
4: One thing feeds into the other. Well, that's amazing stuff. One last thing I want to touch on because we're, we're just about done on the break and, and ready to go on a break. And I want to let you get back to your family um, real quick. What do you see in the economy? I know with the economy being down uh, over the last five years, people have come to me over and over again in seminars. And I tell them, look, I refuse to participate. I'm going full, full steam ahead. And uh, I see more and more people backing up on marketing. Uh, and I think what they really need to do is lean in. What are your thoughts?
1: Well, I'm with you. I I, I ignore the economy completely because, you know, um, everybody lives in their own world, and they have their own set of target uh, clients or prospects, and, you know, there's always room for another uh, good company out there. Um, from what we see with our clients and what's going on is that if if expenses on marketing are a leading indicator where we're all in for a a nice time in 2011, the reason I say that is because more and more people are feeling more comfortable about investing in marketing. So we've seen uh, in certain spots and industries some really nice upticks. But the thing with marketing that that a lot of entrepreneurs don't understand is that it has to be a consistent part of your operations. Um, Just like you would never do business without having an accountant, you can't do business without doing marketing because in order for a business to grow, you always have to be introducing yourself to new people and getting more sales from your existing clients. Um, If you've ever read the book, The E-Myth by Michael Gerber, he puts together a great story there that, you know, most people start their businesses not because they're good at marketing, it's because they're good at whatever they do, whether they're accountants or doctors or lawyers. And marketing is sometimes forgotten because you don't need that to start a business. Well, um, the story in the E-Myth is about Sally who bakes pies, and everybody tells her she makes the best pies and she should open a bakery, and, and one day she does it. The problem is is that as soon as she opens up her bakery, she has to do what? Negotiate with the landlord, hire employees, open a bank account, none of which she's good at. She's only good at baking the pies. So if you can't do it yourself and, and read books and, and materials like we've talked about today, then get yourself someone to help you with your marketing, because it is so crucial for fighting back a bad economy.
4: Eric excellent advice. I really appreciate that. I'm a big fan of Michael Gerber's and that is a great book. I want to thank you for coming on today. We're coming up on a break and uh, I want you to get back to enjoying your family. Eric, it's been excellent having you on today.
1: Oh, it's been my pleasure. I'm grateful, like I said, to be involved and to spread the word about, hey, you can really get to your goals uh, that you originally had when you started a business if you
0: just think a little differently.
4: Great. Eric, you have a a blessed weekend. Enjoy the family. And we're going to be back after the break with Peter Grandich. We got a segment there, and Peter and I are going to talk about a few things today, and we're just excited to have you here on Tandem Radio Live. Again, we're on every Saturday, 11 a.m. to noon Eastern Standard Time. Check out our website, tandemradio.com, for some great information that'll help you immensely in your your business and uh, we'll do our best to help you continue moving forward in God's word and uh, in God's timing with your business and with your personal life. Seek his help and seek his direction and you'll get the results you're looking for.
3: Radio.com.
2: Jobs in the economy, the most pressing issues for Americans today. What would 50,000 new jobs and $25 million in grants for new businesses do? TurnUSAround.com has the answers, and you can be part of history as our grassroots movement stimulates the economy. Whether you need a job or want to start a new business, the strength of America depends on the well-being of her people, and quality, thriving businesses creating new, high-paying jobs is what we need the most. Join TurnUSAround.com as we help people across the country with goals that include 50,000 new jobs, 2,500 new businesses, and free student scholarships to help young people get the start that they deserve. Join the movement, become a member, and spread the great news. Find jobs, business opportunities, scholarships, and much, much more at our website, TurnUSAround.com where helping yourself can help others.
4: Well, welcome back to Tandem Radio Live. This is Glenn DeLakey and your host, and uh, we're just excited to have had uh, Eric... Kayless on the air with us, the Reality Marketing Revolution author, and uh, a great book if you haven't gotten a chance to read it. And uh, I love what he said about how he can help you through marketing make one plus one equal three. And uh, that's what marketing is all about and how it helps you boost your sales. So I hope you got a lot out of that. I know I have a full page of notes here that I was writing, and I read the book a couple of times, and uh, it was just awesome to have him on. And uh, I'm glad, Eric, I know you're out there listening. So uh, again, enjoy your family. God bless you, and uh, thanks for being a part of the show today. Again, our scriptures today is, uh, first off, 1 Kings 10.1, when the Queen of Sheba heard about the fame of Solomon and his relationship to the Lord, she came to test Solomon with hard questions. She just had to come to see what she was hearing all about. Proverbs 11 18, a wicked person earns deceptive wages, but the one who sows righteousness reaps a sure reward. And that goes right to uh, presenting yourself in the best light and, and uh, doing the right things. And 2 Timothy 2 15, do your best to present yourself to God as one approved, a workman who does not need to be ashamed and who correctly handles the word of truth. Doing all your best as on to the Lord, as of course, is what the word says. So it's good to have you all here today listening in. And we have Peter Grandich on the phone, which um, it's always good to have Peter on. And Peter, I know you're convalescing. How are you feeling today?
0: Pretty good. I was curious. I wanted to ask Eric, does one and one equal three work with the IRS?
4: <laughs> well, you know Wall Street better than anybody else, so it probably does work on Wall Street, but I don't know about the IRS. All right. <laughs> so Peter, what's new these days? Tell us about uh, yourself and then tell us about the economy.
0: Well, for recovering, hopefully uh, in the next two weeks, the cast will come off and I'll be off the crutches and be back in the studio with you. But the the economy uh, is still on crutches and may get even worse than that. May have to go into a wheelchair. QE2, uh, which is commonly known as quantitative easing, uh, the second go around because the first one didn't work, uh, came out and was pretty well baked into the markets and somewhat you know I think stillborn in a sense that uh, uh, the market has basically gone down since the announcement right after election day and I think what people are starting to recognize is is that uh, the Fed has bet the ranch and what's left of the ranch anyway and the Fed is trying to create something that the previous predecessor did and failed horribly and that is a wealth effect in fact Fed uh, Chairman Bernanke uh, effectively said that in in an editorial that he wrote about QE2 that what his hope was that uh, QE2 would lead people to feel more wealthier, the stock market would rise, people go back spending, buying cars and buying stuff and that's really what got us into problems in the last 20 or so years that we're buying stuff that we can't afford. So Mm. uh, unfortunately I think it's bad for the market. The market started to sell off over this and I think over the remaining part of the year, we're going to see it decline further. Uh, In the interim, the gold market, uh, outside of yesterday getting clocked, something that we put up Thursday evening to my readers on my blog was a possibility. It's still in a bull market. It needs to rest. It's had a big run, gold and silver. And uh, finally, the U.S. dollar is what we all know it is now, a declining uh, currency with a declining empire. Uh, behind it, and uh, I think one last thing to note is, is that if you think uh, Obama didn't have a lot of good stuff go after election, his trip overseas has been basically a failure. He's been uh, nothing that the United States proposed in the D20 meeting was accomplished, and uh, most of his uh, colleagues, uh, fellow presidents and prime ministers, bashed openly the United States for its latest action. So I wish I could paint you a better picture. But the, the picture is uh, pretty gray, if not dark. And unfortunately, I think it's going to stay that way for quite a while in the economy and in the financial markets.
4: Well, I think forewarned is forearmed. And uh, I know it's important that uh, we, we look at uh, every side of the coin, especially in business today. Uh, and uh, regardless of what the news is, we should know what the facts are. And uh, I, I appreciate your insights, Peter and uh they, they've always been helpful. You know, I, I think it's amazing that a lot of business owners uh, don't always pay attention to things like uh, what uh, the president is doing outside the country and and uh, don't always realize how that impacts uh, their businesses, especially small to mid-sized business owners. They feel it, it has no relevance whatsoever. Uh, but I'm glad you bring the focus in on there, Peter, to, to be able well, to show us there.
0: Well, you know, the thing about that, Glenn, is, is I think business people have to learn is we don't have borders anymore. Mm. It, it's really a world economy, uh, and the Internet has made it so much more that way. But, you know, you could think that your store is just selling local goods to a local uh, place, but in a sense, we're a broad, uh, almost 24-hour-7 economy worldwide, and uh, you, you need to know these things, particularly when you, you just have to appreciate this. We're a debtor nation. This is the most simplest form. People don't have to be involved in the markets and all uh, to have to fully appreciate this. They they need to. We're a debtor nation, and anybody that is a debtor, we have to borrow over $2 billion a day just to pay our bills and run our government. You need to know what your creditors are doing. You need to know what they're thinking about you. You need to know how they're viewing uh, the ability to continue funding you, and that's what America is. And... Uh, what we we get so engrossed is that we think somehow having more debt is going to solve the problem i it, to me it sounds so stupid and ignorant yet uh, uh we're not the only government that's done this by the way uh Japan has tried doing it for twenty years and they have even a larger uh gdp jet to to uh person than we do mm. and you can't bar your way out of problems, Glenn. I think you know that in a business you've seen where businesses have gone, instead of cutting back, they've tried to borrow and spend more money, and more times than not, that's that's worse than not doing anything.
4: Right. And I, I agree. I mean, uh, so many small to mid-sized businesses today, excuse me, are are struggling with the thought process of how to adjust and, and how to, uh, in some cases, unfortunately, lay off employees or or to streamline or or to make things more productive. You know me, Peter, I tend to lean in then uh, back off. Um, but there's times where you really have to honestly evaluate where you're going and say, hey, are you digging yourself a deeper hole uh, or are you carving out a bigger piece of the pie for yourself and, and moving forward? So, you know, I, I think that input and advice is so important to business owners because you know, I, I know we like to be upbeat on the show. We want to be encouraging. God's word is encouraging, and that's where we need to to get our solace. Um, but we also have to be uh, cognizant of what's going on around us and uh, realize that uh, a lot of these things that you're saying that you're bringing the light, uh, should be in the back of the mind in our decision-making processes long term. You know, I've really gotten firsthand uh, experience over the last couple of months of my son being in Egypt and now my wife's there with him for a few weeks, how much of a global market we really are. I can't believe a lot of the American products that are there in Egypt and and uh, how many of them aren't there uh, is obvious as well and how we have to open up these markets and realize from a business perspective that we are global businesses. Even a small and medium-sized business owner has to realize that um, your business is uh, being impacted by this global market. Peter, uh, one quick question. Do you see any trend towards more of these international business relationships coming back to the United States, or you you still see a lot of it going out of the country? Uh,
0: uh, It it continues to exit. We've lost the manufacturing. Uh, We are, look, we're still innovators on technology, There's no question that a lot of the technology that's being used in the world today is still being developed in the U.S. But outside of technology, uh, we are not really leaders anymore. We've lost the leadership, and that's the problem. Look, debt is the real problem. There's nothing in Scripture that supports debt. If you're Christians, you know that God has never spoken positive about debt. And the problem is we can't borrow our way. We've, We've sinned for a long time. We have to take the penalty that comes along with that. But part of the problem also is going back to is that we have too much stuff. I know we're out of time, Mm. but someday we need to talk more about that because the day they're closing public storage facilities instead of opening them, Glenn, is the day we'll be heading back in the right direction.
4: Amen. I hear you on that. And we do need to dig more into that in the future. Peter, thanks for calling in. I appreciate it. Praise God that you're feeling better, and I continue to pray for your healing. And uh, we look forward to seeing you back in the studio in the coming weeks. Thank you, Glenn. All right, I'll talk to you soon. You're listening to Tandem Radio Live. That was Peter Granich with his Cont- weekly commentary. And uh, this is Glenn DeLake in your show host. Tandem Radio Live is all about helping you stay on track and uh, uh, move forward in God's light. And, uh, of course, our scriptures today... Uh, First Kings 10, 1 Kings 10:1 when the queen of sheba heard about the famous solomon and his relationship to the lord i think it's important to remember that she came to test solomon with hard questions she came with commerce she came with questions she came with tribute it was amazing what he drew in from people around the world because they heard of what god had done in his life and proverbs 11:18 a wicked person earns deceptive wages but the one who sows righteousness reaps a sure reward and uh, it's so important to remember that whatever you're doing in your business walk especially in March, marketing and advertising that you're walking in God's light and that you're sowing in righteousness so that you can reap the long-term reward. Uh, God has good things in plan for you and I and uh, he wants to see us prosper and be successful and uh, that's what this show is all about, helping you move forward in a positive light. So uh, welcome again to all our listeners, both local and uh, national and international as well, as you tune in to Tandem Radio Live on tandemradio.com. We'd love to hear from you with your questions and emails and the Always good to hear your comments on our Facebook page. And I uh, hope many of you are liking what we're doing. And uh, we'll continue to move this show along in a direction that'll help our business owners uh, that are out there and people who would like to be business owners be more successful. You're listening to us on the Bridge FM Network and uh, also TandemRadio.com. And uh, we want to send you all of God's blessings and wish you great success. Thank you to Sarah Guyano and to uh, Jonathan Pelez and uh, to Robert and uh, John Javert today for uh, putting together. Great show. That's our team here. We appreciate all that you do. And thank you to our listeners for taking the time to tune in every Saturday at 11 a.m. here at the Bridge FM Network.
2: You've been listening to the Good News on Business, a Tandem Radio live broadcast heard here on the Bridge FM Radio Network and streaming at tandemradio.com. Don't forget to join us every Saturday at 11 a.m. to 12 noon Eastern Standard Time and call us and email us with your questions, because we'd love to hear from you. You can also visit our website for the latest blogs from Peter and Glenn, along with other information about upcoming guests, events, and business opportunities. I'm Kevin Reeves, and from everyone at Tandem Radio, we hope that you have a blessed week, and remember, walk with the Lord every day, in every way.